What's good, U of M? It's your boy, Professor Brendan, here with Professor Tino. What's goody? Welcome back to the podcast. Tino, I got some questions for you right off the bat, some oh, short ones. Oh, what go. color is air, would you say? Like if you had to get blue. Oh my God, Wong. With my chest. I said that one with my chest. <gasps> okay. Okay, so we're, th- we're thinking about the elements, right? Fire is? Uh, red. Red. Mm-hmm. Earth is? Earth is brown, typically. Brown, yeah, or mm-hmm. like yeah. green, like a dark green, would you say? No, I wouldn't say. No? Okay, <laughs> just brown, whatever, I'll brown. take it. What's Water is? Water is blue, if we had to choose a color. Okay, and so how can air also be blue? Oh, is it not white? Like, think of, like, Avatar Airbender. It's white. See, that's where you were getting the green earth thing from. from yes. Avatar. Yes. I don't know. I almost feel it's blue. I don't know. I associate So they're both blue. blue. <sighs> mm-hmm. But, yeah. like, oh, like, when I ca- like, if you've ever seen... Okay. The, the picture of no. a cloud <laughs> blowing wind, no. it's like no. gray. Here's a, here's, a, here's, a, here's a solution to the question okay. you asked. Air and water are the same color. I don't know what the color is. Okay, whatever. This was a mistake. Okay. <laughs> oh, what? 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 Wait, okay, wait, wait. What color do you think? Uh, white, but I'll white? accept gray as well. Because, like, cause, like think about gray? a cloud. Okay, I'm thinking of a cloud, yeah. That, like, that when I... Th- this air, sky, and I see cloud white. And I also think of, like, okay, where, like, wind... transparent like you can't see wind but when you like people animate clouds like with a face blowing wind it's Mm -hmm. white or it's gray but that's that's just that's a strong take it's not eh, whatever okay what color is nothing like i'll give this example when i'm in bed i'm like my and i just can't sleep because Mm -hmm. i'm probably thinking about too much i'm like okay i need to blank my mind i think of white just you think of white? Yeah. No, that's interesting. I think you, of black. Yeah, okay. I, I think, th- hmm. So, like, nothingness to you is black. Nothingness to me yeah. is white. Okay. Nothingness to you is white? Yeah. That's what, so interesting. What color is purgatory to you? I don't think I have a color for, maybe orange. Okay, like yeah. white as well. I think white? that might. Really? Interesting. That might come from, in Harry Potter, he does go, hey, purgatory is white. Oh, I don't remember that. Um. Yeah, it's. I'm trying to think. Okay, so like you, you know, like in insane asylums, and they're in straight jackets, and they're put in those rooms that, like, with yeah. all those cushions. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. white. It is white. So like to me, that's like that's nothingness. That's <laughs> emptiness. Is that that's like void of any. Yeah. So like I and I, I'll go with this uh, in terms of, if you were, well, with purgatory, if I'm putting nothingness, I don't see it being black because I wouldn't be able to see myself. But in white, I would be. So so it's like you know nothingness is oh, yeah. Anyways, doesn't matter. I, I guess I, I'm wrong there. I think most people do <laughs> think it's black. I, I guess I just think it's white. black. No, we all think you're weird now. It's okay. Yeah, no, it's Don't fine. It's it fine. Much. I I really thought I had something there. Yeah. I was arguing with no. someone else earlier this week, yeah, and uh, yeah, no, they know. Want now. To bring, okay, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Tina, would you agree that old people ice cream is yogurt? <laughs> I would agree, and I would add. Raisins to the yogurt, because oh, those like it's sprinkles. That's the old, sprinkles, <laughs> old person's yeah. version of sprinkles or raisins. Have you ever gotten raisins from like really old people? Gotten them from old people? Mm-hmm. No, raisins are old people. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like raisins that old people have had for a while. I've I don't think I've had raisins since I was five. So Re- oh, that's too bad. That's, I got oh, we're entering picky either segment already. No, who the hell likes raisins? Anyways, go I, ahead. Just normal people. I we got. Uh, raisins from Alicia's grandparents that they've had probably for like <laughs> 10 years and they were dry and like just so wait wrinkled. you're telling me ri- raisins aren't dry already <laughs> some of them are like wet moist so a grape 
No. I, no, I'm you kidding. I'm kidding. No, no, I'm not. Okay. What what topics did you bring for the podcast what today? I didn't want to monopolize the time here. <laughs> I wanted to talk about sport upsets. Um, okay. Chelsea has been having a terrible run. And I know I said I didn't want to talk about Chelsea, but I really just, it hurts my heart so much. You Pick know, a different team. Maybe we're going No. We're going into the Champions League final. We lost the FA Cup final. We lost to Leicester. Not a good time. You'll probably lose to Leicester in this next game too. Don't they play today or something? They played Leicester next. Tomorrow. Yeah. And tomorrow. I bet they'll lose and again. Uh, Leicester's a good team, though. I wouldn't say they got upset, yeah, per se. But, you know, I, I have better expectations for Chelsea. And, like, this, is, we're not playing, like, a team that's that's in the Champions League final. But I want to talk about the Jets as well. Aren't they having a bad season? <laughs> so, like, so like no one expected anything from the Jets. Everyone thought they were going to finish second last place in the division. Mm. They end up fish, finishing third, making oh. the playoffs. The problem is mm. um, they lost seven in a row. Then they won one, and then they lost another like three games in a row. So, so they've lost like nine of the last ten. Um, then, okay. then, then they won one, one, lost one, 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 and now yeah, they're in the playoffs. So they they head to Edmonton. That's actually funny. I was mm-hmm. golfing on Saturday, and the entire Jets team team oh, came really? to the golf course to do a bonding thing. So oh, you know, nice. I saw I saw the whole team uh, specifically walked past Shifley and Hellebuck and s- wished them good luck, and oh, saw Logan yeah. Stanley. Anyways. Um, they they did a bonding thing because yeah they head out to Edmonton to play the first game on Wednesday. Nice. And um, no, we're gonna get swept. We're gonna <laughs> we're not gonna <laughs> win a single game. Oh, it's uh, and like everyone's calling for it, the coach's head. But like, I mean, oh, we weren't expected to even make the playoffs. So just even making it's fun and good. But like, yeah, we've just been terrible down the stretch that like no one expects us to even win a game against Edmonton. Hmm. You have very weird sport rules in North America. I mean. They lost nine out of the last ten games, and they made it to playoffs. So like they, they were yeah, they were second. They were almost fighting for the uh, division title with Toronto, and um, what How they were just so well. There's 56 games, so Jeez. so when you okay. so nine games is like only okay. Uh, versus then. versus yeah, soccer. Okay. If you lost nine games, God, <laughs> you're Newcastle. You're yeah, 16th right? place. Yeah, so okay. yeah, and we were just so far ahead. I mean, like the teams below us were also losing, so like that's mm-hmm. why we managed to stay in playoffs but yeah interesting okay but no yeah that's all i had on sport upsets i also want to talk about the vaccine because okay, yeah. we've both gotten our first dose now yeah we um have. they're doing well ramping it up um and it's like fifteen thousand a day it is and wanted to touch on the vaccine campaign because we don't really mm-hmm. have umsu news right so we've got that coming up. So we're we doing AMSU news right now then? Well, we're doing AMSU news talking about the vaccine. What did I want to say about the vaccine? I've forgotten now. Was it, did it have to do with you? Ha- yeah, you just got it. Did you want to talk about it personally? Yeah, I mean, I can talk about that. I um, I went to the RBC Center. I thought it was really well organized, which is nice. But um, yeah, I mean, it wasn't, there wasn't much to it. Like I said, I didn't have any side effects, which I was very happy about, except for the sore muscle. Mm-hmm. But that's to be expected. Um, I want to talk about specifically how some people, especially the media, man, like they've just the AstraZeneca thing is just so detrimental to people that are getting the vaccine because some people got it and then now it's being canceled and it's just it's very concerning for those. Is it being canceled? It's kind of getting canceled. I mean, the media doesn't have anything nice to say about it. That was a while ago. Oh, they're still doing it. Governments are, are pausing it. Yeah. Well, like Canada specifically is pausing it because they don't have enough doses to like they're saving all the doses for people's second doses. Like they don't want to do any more first doses with it. Isn't that because of the blood clots though? Specifically? No, no, that's because they oh, don't have it. Yeah, it's because oh. they don't have enough vaccines. They don't, they don't want to like give them all out and then realize like, oh, we don't have enough for people's second doses and and like screw all those people over. No, Look at like that. 
Like no, like the, like AstraZeneca is pretty good. It was just at I would say like it was just at the start. Like I haven't seen anything about it in a month. Really? It was at the start that everyone was complaining about blood clots, but and like as we know, that's good. Well, though. I know you're probably on the side. Like yeah, it was like seven in a million. So. Oh, I hundred percent am. I want to talk about specifically that effect where you know bad things are said about something and then you know kind of slows down and then people aren't caught up on how it slowed down because i was mm, just walking around mm. thinking that people hate astrazeneca and oh, yeah. it's just like oh i didn't know that you're just keeping it because they want more second doses yeah they just want to make sure that they have enough second doses it's something like they have a hundred thousand like as of right now they have a hundred thousand extra as in they could do everyone's second dose plus yeah. an extra hundred thousand but they just want to be safe and they're like no we're not getting That's giving cool. out astrazeneca um actually speaking of vaccines did you get mm-hmm. pfizer i did get that yeah, yeah okay so i got moderna mm-hmm. and which is fine i just all my friends have pfizer or and then like the you know anyone over 30s probably got astrazeneca mm-hmm. and the only thing i'm worried about is that let's say that there are long-term health effects like let's just say after 10 years like everyone with moderna dies mm-hmm. i'm gonna die or but here's the opposite sure. if everyone with pfizer dies after 10 years it's, I'm still screwed because now all my oh, friends, friends are, dead. are dead. Yeah, so it's like I, that's the only reason why I'm like I wish I didn't get Moderna. It's like I just want to be the same as my friends. That being said, I can be like, oh, only hot girls get Moderna, and that's oh <laughs> and then that's me. <laughs> I just make that up. But what's uh, what's that song? Um, all my friends are dead. Oh yeah, push me to the edge. Yeah, um, I don't know. Is that it's either Lil Pushes. Uzi or X. X, I don't know. I don't random know. Random thought. Anyways. Yeah. Anyways, that's that on vaccines. Um. I did want to say, it's, I think it's very important to note, too, because you hear a lot about the bad things with vaccines, but there's plenty of good things, especially the, the most important one with mRNA vaccines is that with all the other vaccines, you get a semi-dead version of the virus, and then it mm-hmm. affects you, and it's not a, as bad an infection. Mm-hmm. But with these ones, there's no virus at all. Yeah, it's, Literally, uh, it's putting the mRNA in, just which is very cool. Yeah. Very cool. So cool. And Science I just, is cool. Science is cool. It's just too bad that some people don't have a full grasp on that, and... I didn't even really have a full grasp on it. When I was waiting in line for my vaccine, like I was trying to look it up and it's like, oh, it's an mRNA vaccine. Like, well, what does that mean? And then I kind of clicked with me like an hour later. Oh, it's not like, yeah, like you said, it's not a dead virus that they're putting in you. It's they're putting in the genetic code that to incorporate in your own DNA. Literally instructions to make instructions. There you go. (sighs) It's 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 important to like clarify this because people like I knew that, but you're right. Like they're like people who don't know what mRNA are. Exactly. Wow. Well, I mean, you're fine because you found out when you're in the line to get the vaccine because you're a reasonable person. I just wanted to know the difference between Moderna and Pfizer because I'd only heard of Pfizer and they were set in line like you're you're getting Moderna, which I'm like, that's fine. Uh, Okay, let me just like look up, though. I just want to be informed on what the difference is. And but then some people are just like, um, I don't understand this. It's a bad thing. That's that. Mm -hmm. Don't wear masks. Actually, about vaccines, I just want to yeah. be shown off like a COVID vaccine sticker. You know, I <laughs> you just want to show, show I wa- it off. I, I want to be shown off. You I want someone. I want some. I want, like I want to date someone that wants to show me off like a COVID vaccine sticker. I just want to be shown off. To, you know, I get that. <laughs> I forgot to take a picture with mine, so I cannot enter the photo contest. That we're oh running. no! I'm very sad. I definitely took a picture. Did yeah, you? Well, yeah. You're smarter than I am. Anyways, that's those are the topics I wanted to touch on. Yeah, Did my, you have any other yeah, topics? Yeah, I, I add one first. Is dishwasherable a word? Like to say, oh, that cup is dishwasherable. Dishwasherable? Yeah. Do you mean dishwasher safe? But can like yeah. I use dishwasherable? 
you can use dishwasherable. It's a is it a cinnamon? <laughs> no, it's a it's a portmanteau. Postmanteau. Postmanteau. Oh, uh, there's a word for it. I'm gonna look this up. Postmanteau. What's the definition of it? Like a it's word that uh, is when you put two words together and they just make sense. Mm, together post, that makes sense. Portmanteau. Pomo. Oh yeah, portmanteau. Portmanteau. So, yeah, so port like mm-hmm. P O R T man, and then toe as in T E A U. Yeah. So two sh- different <laughs> terms to create a new entity. Yeah, dishwasherable. Very cool. Okay. Um, <laughs> Language is cool. So so we played this with the staff. Mm. A movie that's so bad it's good. You didn't suggest one when we played with the staff. Do you just not know of any? That's I didn't I didn't have one. I didn't have. I don't think I've watched like a bad movie that's good mm. I, i'm not sure have you I seen have. grown-ups i voted for grown-ups when we did the thing but i didn't i, I don't think grown-ups is all that bad to be honest like I just, but th- that's why right it's good but is it bad though like at all like what makes it bad like <laughs> okay. it's just it's hilarious. i guess for context to the listener <laughs> i won the competition like everyone said a movie and then we've all voted yeah and uh you know got a little animated trophy in the team's chat but no big deal yeah, I said grown. I said any Adam Sandler movie, but mm. specifically Grown Ups, because it's my feel good movie. So, like, and my best friend Matt said this too. He's like, "Well, is it a bad movie?" I think you'll find, you know, that many people just think any Adam Sandler movie is bad, and like probably Grown Ups is his best movie. Like, you don't think it's bad? I don't actually think it's bad either. But I think it's just ex- like socially known. That Adam Sandler has bad movies, and I think, well, like, w- like, let's be honest. Do you think Alicia would like Grown Ups? Probably not. I mean, because it's like, okay, I mean, yeah, most yeah, okay, girls, no, I think, fair. would find that Grown Ups is a bad okay. movie, and I, I think, I think most guys who aren't, well, <laughs> fun-loving like us, <laughs> would find that a bad movie. Like, you would never suggest it to someone that's like, ah, guy, good movie recommendations. I don't think you'd ever say Grown Ups. That's a good point you make. You know, that's a good point. You know, that is a bad movie that's good, actually. I there see, you go. That's that. why I deserve All to right. win, because it was the perfect example. Is there any others, though? Because I really couldn't think of Billy one. Madison ones? Or, excuse me. Billy, Adam sorry, Sandler. Adam Sandler ones. Billy no, Madison's not. Bad, uh, movies, bad that movies that are good. That are good. Mm-hmm. Um, most comedies, in my opinion. Like, yeah. my favorite type of movies yeah, is crappy comedies that I can just turn off my brain for. Yeah. I, I've seen almost, like, if you, could, if you name a crappy comedy, I've probably seen it. Um, Have you watched the? Is it the superhero movie? Yes, I've seen the superhero movie. (laughs) I should have said the superhero movie. That's such a bad movie. I just it is a bad movie. I wouldn't consider that good. I didn't. It's so good. What are you talking about? It's Uh, hilarious. There's like Dane Cook movies that fall in there. Like there's who's Dane Cook? uh, The stand-up comedian. I don't know. Maybe I'll show you a picture of him later. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe a North American thing. He's just very hyper. I mean, like just. I could, you could probably say like Family Guy almost like it's not a movie but it's a show that's like it's so bad but it's like funny is it bad I feel like ba- Family Guy is good though I would recommend Family Guy to people oh okay fair yeah. enough I wouldn't do Grown Ups but Family Guy is, it's hilarious it and is they, hilarious they do I mean they do push boundaries there but you know bad movies funny. yeah I mean like so my favorite movie Napoleon well that's not a bad movie though Napoleon mm-hmm. Dynamite's a great movie Um, maybe we'll come back yeah. to this but yeah it is kind of hard to think of on the bad spot of good? bad movies that are good mm. maybe email us some <laughs> i'll watch them i'll watch every i swear this is my promise i'll watch every movie that's suggested yeah, it to the umsu1020 at gmail.com email 
Very dedicated. You've heard of, yeah, Bill Gates getting divorced, right? Oh, I want to talk about that. I did. Let's do it then. Let's, um, how, how do you feel about that? Well, she got the house. He got to keep the windows. Um, and he should get together with the queen. I hear she's single now, too. Uh, you like that one, I didn't like you? One. I like that one. That's not the joke and of the week. I just had to throw <laughs> it in there. I've seen so many parodies. I don't think I'll mention that one because the one that I've seen is, is very very inappropriate okay well then tell no. you afterwards it's just but what do you think about the whole marriage thing that that just threw I, me off i have not heard anything besides like i saw like the the announcement that they're getting divorced it's like oh whatever you know they kinda seem sketchy, friendly though. sketchy how kinda so i think it's kind of sketchy how you haven't heard anything because i haven't heard anything either whoa hold conspiracy up. theory the time. Only, like when when prince charles died there was so many memes about why is there well i guess this is what the heck? Why? Why does that make sense? Why is there a death? There's so many memes, and then this divorce, which is huge. Like a, it's a big deal. It's one of the richest p- people in the world. There's not a single meme about it. It's because he paid the tech giants to uh, keep it hush hush. That's my theory. Yeah, you just get my together theory. with the queen. <laughs> <laughs> get together. It's too bad. I mean. Apparently, I saw somewhere that he was having uh, an affair or he had an affair with one of his staffers or something. I I don't know. I think it's getting very conspiracy theory at this point. Mm. Something about Epstein Epstein as well. And uh, I don't know. Wow, damn. Um, Well, that's all the things I had to talk about. We can move into some quick segments. Oh, let's do it. Okay. Excited. Would you rather be a world-class athlete, a world-class singer, or a world-class actor? Ooh. Yeah. I would rather be a world-class actor. Oh, wow. I didn't think you were going to say that. Really? You didn't think so? I thought you were going to go athlete. Uh, Athlete is cool. But let's hear the actor perspective. Okay, so athlete is cool, but then, you know, when you're 30, you're going to be in so much pain. Right. And unemployable. Actor, because I'm pro- if I'm a world class actor, I I'm a good singer as well, right? I'm a good singer from a world class actor. I don't think that no, I don't think that go- like actual acting theater, because not not the not the stuff they do in Hollywood. That's not okay. Acting. Well, that's fair. Something else. Oh well, then why why would you want to be like the? I'd rather be mm. um average Hollywood actor than the yeah. best like winning Tonys and the best theater really? actor. No one knows who you are. Oh. You were just saying this because you saw Hamilton recently. I did. I'm a bit of a thespian, Brendan. But Hamilton's an exception to people actually knowing, like, theater people. Okay. Besides Hamilton, like, name another play. Like, name another actor. Another actually, actor? name the actor from Hamilton. Um, yeah, you can't even. <laughs> Lynn Miranda something? Oh, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, and that's an exception. Point is, though, um, no, I know quite a few of them. The thing is, I, I, I actually do like theater a bit. Mm-hmm. I am proud of the fact that I've gone to all three of the Black Hole Theater um, you know plays that they have every year i'm um, i'm proud of you for that you I'm, took advantage of what was on campus man, i admire you it's so good like they're so you. good i mean obviously they're not the best in the world but i just i really appreciate how much work they put into it and there's nothing i love more than just going to something and appreciating yeah. how hard other people have yeah. worked on something it's really good this isn't sarcastic um, like he was an imaginary medal like i'm proud of you oh no thank you and i went to the virtual one that they, they did this year yeah uh, so I, I i take myself to be a, a thespian a little bit um, but yeah, no, I, I, I pick world class actor because they just they really are they really are like very talented those people and hmm. yeah. I'm gonna so I'm gonna go singer. You gonna go singer? Because right. for one, I think athletes just like the the worst option. One because like as you said, you're in pain. Yeah. Like their careers are the shortest out of the three by far. 
and you're not remembered as long like so everyone, I'll give this example who did like I'll just say Michael Jackson is probably like the best whatever artist or singer whatever we want to call it True. of of our life of just the world and I'll go the best soccer player Pele how often do you think people are looking at Pele every day versus Michael Jackson like people are still listening to Michael Jackson's movie no one's Absolutely. no one's looking at Pele highlights he's not he doesn't no he's not relevant anymore so I think world-class singer slash artist because my work's yeah. gonna last forever and people are still gonna appreciate it years down the road yeah. um actor like also yeah artist again like you can just like get into singing like earlier mm-hmm. actor you can do the same though you can be a child actor and like have your career start earlier i just think people probably appreciate and listen to the music more than say you made like a, a lot of movies um yeah. Uh, yeah. i just well, it's true. It's I, true yeah and i just also think kind of it's just cool to be. It would be cool to be an artist. It was, I think. I don't I, think that being an actor is that cool. I call them. I I, I like to call them artists uh, because mm. they're very over the top. I think it'd be a lot of fun. I mean, they just get away with everything. I mean, anything yeah. you do as an artist is considered artistic. So it's just. It seems like a lot of fun to be. Yeah, honest. I think artists like or just music in general sparks mm. more emotion than movies or TV shows. Yeah. So to so to like be able to touch people. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god why did I say that <laughs> not like that to be able to spark more emotion from people it'd be cooler to be an artist than to just be yeah no an that's, actor. that's a good one though that's yeah. a good reasoning anyways mm-hmm. yeah that's uh that was a good would you rather uh Oops. moving on to the red flag game <sighs> let's go let's go it's another third date okay you're into this person they're, they're in, you know it's eight. a third date at this point okay third date yeah right. it's it's the first two dates went well they're an eight out of ten uh, you're watching a movie, <laughs> and it's like a movie that you actually, it's a movie you haven't seen, and you're actually interested in. You're like, I, I really want to see this movie. You haven't seen it. Let, let's watch it together. And during the entire time, she's talking or she's asking, like, what, wait, what just happened? Who's that? The, like, a terrible movie watcher, basically, mm. is the red flag. Is that okay, deal breaker, or red flag? Or okay, red flag, deal breaker? Ooh. I think okay. I think red flag. Mm. Um, got to consider that we've got a if we've got an eight here, uh, so yeah. there's no need to overreact. <laughs> <laughs> there's no there's not a lot of eights. Yeah. No normal distribution. Very little uh, amount of eights. Um, I would say a red flag, and maybe even it's okay. Yeah, yeah I'm, just I'm, don't watch movies with them. Yeah, thank you. I was I was gonna say um, I could like, yeah, that's completely fine with me. I could go even probably. Like that, I would be annoyed on the date for sure. But I would just like take it as a learning experience. And like they, like I said, eight. Even if they were lower than an eight, can fine with me because I would just like, okay, learn that I'm not gonna watch a movie with you ever again. And yeah, just or if I was to watch a movie with them, it's one that I've always seen and like I fully know going into it that I'm gonna have to be explaining the movie and I'm going to have to or they're just gonna be talking during it. They're not gonna be interested in it. You know, learning experience. But mm. I would be pretty annoyed on that third date. True. I I would probably have a stern talking to. <laughs> Listen, you're great, but you need to fix yourself. This is unacceptable. Or <laughs> just be like, hey, listen, I I didn't have fun tonight. I'm gonna see you for a fourth date, but I'm never watching anything with you ever again. <laughs> Truly. Um. Okay, picky either segment. Tino, do you like coconut? I don't like coconut actually. Yeah, who the no, hell likes coconut? I don't like have you ever had that chocolate coconut bar bounty? Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. I've never so had it. I never will. It looks no, disgusting. Don't. Okay, don't. thank you. Oh my god. Appreciate that little no. fist bump. Yeah. <laughs> god, don't do that. Awful. Don't do that. It's so terrible. Have you had so coconut gross. water? No, I haven't. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. 
I actually don't mind coconut oil when it's baked. Right. Oh, so as a so cooking good. ingredient? As a cooking ingredient. Uh, so I said coconut water. Is coconut mm. milk and coconut water the same thing? I think so. Interesting. Maybe. Uh, now I got to look this up. I'm sorry. <laughs> is coconut water the stuff that comes out in the middle? And is coconut milk like made from the coconut itself? So I know this much. Like I know almond milk is made with a... It's, it's actually so bad for the environment because oh, it uses terrible. a ton of water 100% I still know how it works I just know know it uses a ton of water so I mm-hmm. assume coconut milk is similar that just uses a ton of water to make it um, but coconut yeah I don't know you're probably right Co- they're probably different because like coconut milk sounds like a different process than yeah just the water that comes out of a coconut uh, coconut milk it is a little misleading because the coconut water is like white and cloudy I believe if I'm not mistaken uh, two, I think. Yeah, the dits, yeah, okay, they're different things. Water occurs naturally within the food. Coconut mm-hmm. milk is a processed beverage. Um, yeah. The uh, take the take home message is don't drink almond milk because it is absolutely take home message is don't do anything with coconut except coconut oil, which mm-hmm. I haven't had, but I'll oh take your word for it. That's it good. Smells really good. Stop eating coconut. It's disgusting. It's <laughs> so good. I make this um, a banana bread with coconut oil in it. It's 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 a delicacy. Um, sometimes I throw in chocolate chips because you know, I'm a little. Okay, <laughs> you know what? Let's <laughs> move on. I'm not yeah. Okay, we'll move on. Actually, I think that's. Oh, went to Amsu News. Do we have Amsu News? Well, we kind of talked about the COVID campaign. Sorry, the vaccine, vaccine. campaign that we're gonna do yep. two weeks from now, first week of June. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, I guess I'll just quickly talk about just like I'm done transitioning, really. But it's it's interesting how much work the president has to do with the university admin. Mm-hmm. You know, you think, well, at least I thought this would be like, yeah, do a bunch of internal work, you know, actually running Umsu. But it's crazy yeah. how much they value your opinion and they want you to work f- with the university and for the university. Just all these meetings and uh you know, I knew I represented 26,000 undergrad students, but I thought that meant like, oh, to like, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I, I thought that meant to like the news and to like the, the provincial government, the municipal government and not specifically like, oh, this is the president or like just this is the board of governors being like, yeah, uh, what do students want? Tell us now. <laughs> <laughs> I I find that so funny because I was going to point out the 26,000 students before you said it. Yeah. Um, but I was going to be sarcastic about it. So I'm glad you said it and I, I didn't have to be sarcastic. Wait, what were you going to be sarcastic? What do you mean you're going to be sarcastic? I was, I was going to wait for you to finish and then say, oh, it's almost as if you, you represent rep- 26,000 yeah, 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 yeah. students. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> I guess uh, <laughs> I guess I didn't realize that what they meant by that is like every day the university would be contacting me about like we need we need your decision on this it's the summer it's just the summer and this is just the summer it's exactly the summer. <laughs> like everyone wants your attention everyone mm-hmm. wants your like it's crazy the summer and this job i don't think it's really spoken about too much and maybe we'll, we'll touch that at a different point but write it down in your notes we'll take we'll bring you up next episode well it's just so many meetings and it just dies down in the winter when the student i mean fall and winter when st- students come back but yeah this is more yeah. like that yeah meetings planning things and then falls like uh steer the ship it you don't is. have time for meetings because you're just like and then you're basically taking inquiries at that point exactly time. and then we have classes too so things just mission mash um yeah the hard part is too it's like we're doing all this work and it's like it's so nice out and we just want to go outside but so we can't beautiful outside yeah anyways we got our beautiful producer as our guest today finally after a year he's been editing our crap for <laughs> for a whole year now and we finally get him on the podcast so we'll have him on after this little uh, break no you threw off my groove 
And we're back with Jared, our beautiful producer. What's up? What's your favorite color? Blue. Really? Solid. No, it's not actually. Isn't that's that's, that's oh, the standard go-to answer though, isn't it? It is. Actually, I, I've i talked to Brian Little once in my life and I asked him what his favorite color was. Really? Well, because reporters always ask sports questions like, how'd you feel after the game? I was like, well, I won't get down to the bottom of it. What's your favorite color, my man? Uh, my favorite color... I would have to say is black, but I understand that black is not a color. Mm-hmm. It's a shade, so I would say green. Green. It's mm-hmm. actually funny. Earlier in this episode, we were talking about what color is nothingness to you. Tino said black. I said white. Mm-hmm. What do you think? It's a black or white. I'll go with gray. Okay, gray. fair enough. Gray. Yeah. Really? Somewhere in the middle. Like, what do you what do you think? What color do you think purgatory is? Oh. If you're in purgatory, would it be all white? That's how I think. Or Tino thinks it's all black, just emptiness. Yeah, I would say it's like an empty void, like mm-hmm. just kind of nothingness. Right. So yep. is that nothingness, though, black or is it white? Like you are standing on a floor. Is that floor black or white? And it's just you look out, is it just all black? What's or? with the hard-hitting questions? I would <laughs> I would say uh, I, I figured I was going to get softballs today. You'll get softballs after this, don't okay. worry. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with black. Okay. I'm going to go with yeah. black. Fair it's enough. what the color that I would uh, associate with nothingness. nothingness. Yeah. Well, I guess I'm just the weirdo here. Dang. Like everyone's saying no well, one's Why saying do white. you associate white with nothingness? Uh, when I'm trying to go to bed and if my, I have too many thoughts in my head, I think mm. of just like white and then that helps me sleep. And I guess uh, and this, this is what we're talking about. You know, a sane asylums when you're in a straitjacket and put into a room with those cushions, it's mm-hmm. white. Yes. It, it's like that's nothingness. You you. But I think that uh, the reasoning that I've always thought it, that's behind that is that white is more of a calm, soothing mm, That's thing, interesting. Right? Right. It might be. But to me, it's like, if it was black, I can close my eyes and it's still black. White signifies it's nothing, kind of like time, like, you know, it's double nothing because it's not, it's, I still have to be conscious. I can't escape this. It's just nothing. Anyways, we'll give you the softball. Oh, it's Tino, sorry. <laughs> I almost wonder, just quickly on that one, mm-hmm. I wonder, is it because you see or at least you v- imagine yourself looking around emptiness and you're looking and it's nothing? Is that what's right, going on Right, because like when I think like nothingness, like you're asleep, it's black. Mm. But like n- purgatory is supposed to be a scary place and that it's nothingness and, and you're like almost claustrophobic like I, I can't see anything going on so mm-hmm. if it's black that's just the same as closing my eyes and i can kind of escape it by just closing my eyes but if it's white it's like it signifies more oh my god you know Empty there space. really is nothing here okay anyways here's the softball questions <laughs> what's your favorite part about umfm oh jeez. actually that isn't a softball <laughs> that's at all, not a softball not a softball at all. <laughs> okay so i've been here for 20 years that was gonna be my next question how long you've yeah. been here uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna jump um honestly my favorite part uh, about UMFM is it's got to be the people, 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. it, that is what's been hardest for me over the last 14 months is that I don't get to see people in person on a day-to-day basis, mm. right? Um, th- one of the things that I think that UMFM has always prided itself on is that we're an open door space people just sort of come in hang out leave do their thing whatever mm-hmm. and it's it's the people I, I think that you know we've got a very diverse volunteership spans a, a very wide age range and gender divide and whatnot and it's the fact that folks are united by this love this passion for 
not only radio, but for putting out an idea or something to the masses. And mm. I don't know. I just, I just really, really appreciate that. It's beautiful. I guess follow up is what's your favorite thing to do here kind of thing. Like, is it like, yeah, you said the people's the best part about it, but is there like a specific task that you love doing? Uh, I, I love getting to know new volunteers, getting to know people who are new to the station because they come in and you know they're they're kind of wide-eyed and and kind of trying to figure out how to fit in what they're going to do you know we do get the odd uh person who comes through the door and knows exactly what they want to do they mm. have an intent they have a purpose mm. but for the most part it's like folks who who come in they listen to the station they've heard about the station you know uh, and and they're like, I want to volunteer. And my immediate follow-up is, okay, so what do you want to do? Mm. And inevitably, there is no concrete answer. It's just like, oh, well, I, d I just want to be involved. And so it's getting to know those new folks and, and kind of helping them to figure out how they can best utilize what we offer here. Can I say what my favorite thing about UMFM is? Yeah. It's Jared. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's yeah. a, that's a cop out answer. Um, that uh, I'm kidding. It it goes back to exactly what you said, Jared. I think it it really is a community space that is sort of it's not hidden away, but it's you find it and you're like, this is a this is a cool space. Yeah. This is very cool and it's so welcoming. I mean, I know Tino did his podcast thing here, and mm -hmm. it's a really awesome community space. And there's a ton of these on campus. Like we we're talking about Black Hole, but mm -hmm. it's just one of those spaces that's just really nice to be in so yeah and i awesome. mean it's it's one of those things that if you know about it it's uh you know about it and and mm. you appreciate it and i think that that's always one of the the other things that i kind of look forward to and i've really missed is doing things like tabling down in campo because mm. you get to meet new people but you also get to tell them about this thing that they might not know about but that yeah. they can be a part of Mm -hmm. almost immediately i mean yeah the equipment looks cool the cds are cool it's a great view like i'm yep. at blah, fifth year no fourth year whatever finding this place for the first time i was like whoa this is here this is cool and it's yeah yep. you know open the students so there's so many things the Very possibilities aesthetic. are endless that you can do in here yeah do you have a question tino when because I do know that we haven't had students in the space and we are very lucky to be able to do this. So thank you, Jared. Yeah, mm -hmm. of course. But haven't had students since March, is it? March Last of year? 2020, yeah. When are we, when are we, want, obviously, if I asked when are we wanting students back, you'd say right now. But uh, when are we expecting students back? When's a realistic target, do you think? <laughs> Knowing that we can't expect this COVID thing, anything could happen. Uh, well, you guys know more than I do, mm. I'm going to say. Um, if I was to put on my thinking cap and, and give you my best guess, mm. um, I would love to say September, but realistically, I'm going to say January 2022 seems to be when all of the things are going to fall into place. Yeah. I mean, when, when you think about the U of M campus, it's such a, it's such a huge, vibrant place, and there are so many people who are coming here for you know all sorts of purposes some more than others mm -hmm. and i think that trying to figure out how to reopen a massive space the logistics would be keeping me up at night i mean you know we've put together 
reopen plans now probably four or five different times oh, over wow. over the last 14 months as things have kind of ebbed and flowed and yeah. we have to keep kind of going back to the drawing board and trying to figure out how we can best um, accommodate the folks who want to be here mm. and to be honest uh, I think that we're also going to see some of our regular hosts who are going to split time yeah. you know they'll do a couple of shows via remote and then they'll do a couple of shows live mm. uh, and then we might also see people who um, continue to pre-record because they've kind of found their groove and it's what they're comfortable with and yeah mm -hmm. it'll be it'll be interesting and i mean you know you talk about all of the equipment and everything mm -hmm. it, it's very very cool um thinking um of how we're going to maintain a sanitary environment with mm -hmm. things like uh microphones and mixing boards which are very very hands-on yeah um has kind of proved to be a bit of a challenge but we're up for it so well, yeah, hopefully we just all vaccinate that we don't even have to sanitize it after every use kind of thing. Yeah. Truly. Um, Jared, which uh, which one of us hosts do you like more? Don't answer that. <laughs> don't answer that. <laughs> Brendan's feelings. <laughs> exactly. How has it been <laughs> editing our stuff for the past year? Honestly? Don't answer uh, that. You're going to hurt Brendan's... <laughs> no, I'm, yeah. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> so, this is probably the seventh or eighth incarnation of an UMSU type mm. program huh. and not to blow any smoke here, but working with you guys has been enjoyable. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. You came in, you came in not only with a sort of a concise yet meandering plan of what you want to do each good week, way to describe it. Mm -hmm. but you came in and you said, it's all about one take. We want to do it sort of in the moment we want to do it we want to do it <laughs> just kind of off the cuff we're rolling without a net yeah. because we don't need a net and Who from spirits? an editing standpoint a production standpoint that's beautiful mm -hmm. and that's you know on the very very rare occasion where there has been some sort of a a mistake probably a technical mistake not not oh, on yeah. your behalf of course construction last week the week before fire drill uh tino going off about some inappropriate story that we had to cut <laughs> yeah what story was that that had to be cut you we can't get into that oh you, you, you yeah you don't remember you leave no. yeah we it's, don't it's we don't want to get into that one we, we won't talk about it we'll release that after you guys have graduated uh, and have left the uh, campus statute of the limitations. political sphere when when we're not representing people. But the great thing about it um, is, if you're working behind the scenes as a producer, that the hosts give you clear instructions mm -hmm. and and concise edit notes, because I've had to deal with folks in the past where it's just like. All right, so we recorded an hour and a half worth of tape for an hour show. Um, have at her, you know, go in and, and clean it up. And, and you're kind of like, okay, well. That's an hour and a half <laughs> out of my day. <laughs> that's, that's an hour and a half. But Even more. To, to edit yeah. that mm -hmm. down uh, with next to no guidance is, mm. is really impossible. And it's daunting because you don't want to step on somebody's words, right? right. You don't want to lose context and... 
and it becomes kind of painful. So mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. I do give you the timestamps and proper like this part of the song. Yeah. That's interesting though, because you said it's the seventh or eighth type iteration of Amsu doing yeah, something like this. A- I was gonna ask him like, tell us about those right. other iterations. Like, what did they do? Maybe? And what do they do to die so that like we don't die after this? Like, I've never heard of those things. Yeah, I'm like. Where are they? Uh, are right. they on Spotify? <laughs> well, so I think that when we looked at this one, um, the, this current incarnation of the show, we decided to approach it a little bit differently mm. in that obviously being away from the campus, we could use this as a tool to reach out to students. Mm. And so we keyed on the podcast element of it from the very beginning because it's the best delivery method for students right Mm -hmm. folks listen to podcasts they're up on spotify they're up on apple podcast and i think that what's been an impediment when we've tried to do this before with some sort of consistency Mm. is y'all get so busy during the year and it's tough to maintain the consistency and I think that what's gone on here, not to say that you're not busy now, but, you know, we schedule this appointment each week mm. and it's kind of like, it's a bit of a break for, from, for yeah. you from your day to day. And the other thing that I'll say is that you guys both genuinely seem to love doing this, which I'm not saying the other uh, execs who have done <laughs> shows haven't loved doing it, but sometimes it kind of felt like pulling teeth to mm-hmm. uh, to get them to talk about things. And, you know, it's like any other radio host. Um, either you're friendly with a mic or, you know, you're not. And you guys are both obviously friendly with mics. So Appreciate <laughs> it. What what True. year was that first one? The When did the um, um, start doing the podcast? I want to say the first year we did a show was with um, Wilfred Sam King in mm. his first year um so, so that's five years ago five six yeah and then we had a couple of s- sort of stumbles and starts ah, with yeah, yeah. exact before that but from wilfred's first year sort of onward um there has been sort of a consistent effort to get this up and running so that's awesome I would imagine that there was some kind of a show that they did in the 80s or something, you know, when radio was large. Um, not that it's not large, but it's just Well, so that different. very well could be true. Um, mm. This incarnation of UMFM has only been around since 1998. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So, hmm. um, you know, and and those early executives were, were kind of hands-off. Mm. And it's always been real key for me to try and forge good relationships with the executive each year because the radio is, I think, a really valuable service that you folks can be using to not only promote events and and do things, but also show uh, human side as well, right? And and speak to students in a casual manner and, yeah. Hmm. No, it's huge. And just not even to mention, like, we've already touched on it, but the community space that this is is just it's it's huge i know it's huge i'm i've never really been involved but i just really do appreciate um just how much of a space this is and some of my friends even tiago too okay um, yeah yeah yeah, it's good stuff and i I appreciate the space (laughs) oh thank you 
Jared, what's your favorite song right now? Oh, Ooh. come on now. I thought there were going to be easy ones. Uh, you can ask the easy ones. <laughs> my favorite song. This right is going to last now. forever. This, You know that, right? Like, whatever you say now. Well, I guess that's why I asked, what's your favorite song now? It's because, like, there's no wrong answer. So, um, I have actually been taking a lot of my musical cues from my daughter as of late. Oh, uh, my cool. daughter, Lily, she's 12. <laughs> She's on Spotify. She consumes music at a really alarming rate. That's and I'm not going to say favorite, but mm-hmm. the one that I, I tend to enjoy a lot right now um, is by an artist named Penelope Scott. And the name of the song is Rat. R uh, A with an umlaut. So the two little dots, T. And... Like every musical discovery these days, it probably started on TikTok. And so it is a hypothetical breakup letter to Elon Musk. Oh. And I just, I really enjoy it. I get a chuckle out of it. I think it's super smart. So very cool. You should get on TikTok. I wouldn't even know what to, what to do, how to begin. My kids keep telling me get on TikTok, get on Snapchat, and it's. Just <laughs> I would love you to see you do Jared music on. trivia. I mean, like, but that would be so interesting to hear <gasps> from you. That could be his TikTok. Yeah, that'd be TikTok so account. good. Dude. All right, we'll set you up, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> no facts. I would probably blow up like crazy though. Yeah, like, facts. People... He will be doing music facts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, like seriously though, if you that just random idea, you could do this thing where you explain music because I'm sure I, I'm sure you may know one or two songs. I don't know. I, I might know a couple yeah. of things. <laughs> uh, the idea of adding more social media to my life right now that is uh, is honestly kind of daunting. Mm. In yeah. the summer, I, I like to disconnect a little bit more and uh, so as one should, yeah. As one should. Alright, here's your last question, Jared. What's okay. the craziest thing that's happened in your 20 years here at UMFM? The PG version. The PG. The PG version. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> we haven't been cooed this episode, so... <laughs> have we not? No, I don't think so. I think I might have okay. sworn. So, shortly after I started here mm-hmm. uh, as a volunteer, uh, there used to be a show on Thursday nights. Uh, it was called Sex with Sheila. <laughs> and right on. Sheila was a... Uh, licensed sex therapist, practitioner, whatnot. And so, uh, I don't know, for folks out there who might not have seen the UMFM space, our master control room shares gigantic windows with Degrees Restaurant, which is right Mm -hmm. next door. And so, one week on Sex with Sheila, uh, Sheila and her three guests... Uh, two uh, two females, two males. Um, they decided that they were going to do the hour-long sex call-in show completely naked. For the experience. For the experience. <laughs> and so... Um, My jaws dropped. <laughs> of course, we got... Um, we got uh, uh, questioned by security the next day because uh, somebody who was studying next door um, 
called it in and said, uh, hey, there's a bunch of people at the radio station. They're all, uh, all naked. <laughs> and uh, I would say that that is, that is the craziest story that I would share. Um, there are others that I will not share. Oh, but uh, that I'll, one is. Uh, I'll stop recording. I don't want to hear these stories. But yeah. oh my god, are you kidding me? That's so yeah. funny. <laughs> so I mean, it's the beauty of radio, right? Well, Every, everybody's got a face for radio, <laughs> and, uh, and uh, you know. So I don't know if the nudity translated uh, through the airwaves. I but, really uh, was wondering, like, did it, was the product good or? It was their know. best episode. They had to do every episode after that naked as well. Yeah, yeah. No, wow. the university told us we could not ever do that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, thank you so much, Jay, for coming on our podcast. Oh, of course. Thank you for editing it these past year, and well, I assume you're gonna edit it this coming year too. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> producing it, like, what's up? Oh no! I just wanted you to no. finish. <laughs> yeah, like just everything you do for us—it's so much appreciated. Coming in to do this with us, uh, we love you so much. Oh, thank you, Jared. No, I mean Brendan has said it all. Special shout out to your boy whose birthday it is today. Yeah, um, Ethan. Huge yeah. shout out to Ethan. Turning eleven. Turning eleven. Yeah. It's downhill from here. Let yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty rough. <laughs> Actually, it's downhill for Jared as a parent. That's puberty age. <laughs> that is puberty age. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, yeah, it's starting, and I'm not looking forward to it because I remember what I was like when I was 11, and I was a colossal pain in the butt. So. Isn't your daughter 12? Yes, she so is. You have, you have like a puberty daughter and a puberty <laughs> son at the same. Man. Damn. Yeah, I know. The next, the next six or seven years in my house are going to be quite interesting. But well, then you're done with it though, right? And you, you know, you're done and then they're 18 and they leave. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. Yeah. Anyways, thanks again, Jared. And we'll be back after the break. I swear I've seen a lot of stuff in my life, but that was awesome. And we're back. You know, I actually have some political news for you. Oh, right. Let's go. The CEO of Ikea was elected to be prime minister of Sweden and is currently setting up his cabinet. That's insane. I didn't know. That's, you know, business and politics do make sense. You know, it's the joke. Is it a joke? He's setting up his cabinet. He's assembling his cabinet right now because he's from Ikea. Over my head head for that one. You know what? I will, do you know what? I'll give that one a nine. Because I had you going. (laughs) Because you had me going and I realized how funny that is. That's that's (laughs) hilarious. That's that's very funny. All right, last little bit here. The song of the week uh, last week was, uh, I actually don't recall. It's okay. This week, it's Sedona um, by, and I hate myself. Why did I not write down the artist's name? Sedona? Yeah. What does that mean, Sedona? Like the place in oh. Arizona uh, by Houndmouth. Um, but I want to give a shout-out, too, to the song um, Jesus, Without You by O Wonder. I don't know. Have you heard of O Wonder? No. no. <laughs> but, yeah, Sedona <laughs> by Houndmouth. And, uh, yeah, that's all the time we have for this week. We'll be back next week. Don't forget to spread good vibes. Good vibes only. Peace. Whoa.